Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. Six Starburns joined by Dan. How do you entertain four Hawthorne supporters with a chair? Make them sit on it. Upside it turn it upside down. You flip it over. <laughs> Cookson. Hello. Penal. Uh, g'day, guys. Ant. How's it going? Mardo. G'day, Flogs. And because we just love our diversity, <laughs> our first <laughs> our first female Flogcaster, we have Morgan Ashley. Hi, guys. Oh, not the first. Well, yeah. yeah, we did have Sue's, yes. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Questionable. <laughs> Our teacher's a big girl as well. I mean, that counts. <laughs> but also, we've received a bit of criticism over the last week about how, you know, we don't prioritise the teams that are winning. And just to rectify that, we have three of the top four teams on ladder represented this week. So I think that sorts that out. That's fair. Yeah. That's a fair quota. We've got them top of the moral ladder as well, just in case. But yeah, we will start with one of those top four teams, and that will be the Dogs, who... Well, Hadouken's got some thoughts on this. Not that he's here, but I think we can probably count them as possibly the real deal. Yeah, man. I I mean, I didn't... I thought we were going to be close, competitive, um, and Sydney would kick away. Uh, but yeah, they held strong. The belief in that team is just amazing. I mean... What can you say about the likes of Bontempelli, man? He just, every week, he just delivers. And at only at 19 years old, he's only going to get better. He's a genuine A-grader already, and that's not even potential A-grader. Those couple of clutch goals he kicked in the wet, you know, from outside 50, they were just quality. He was jet that game. I mean, he was just creating everything and just, didn't he, like, get one from 60 metres out or something like that? Uh, that was actually accredited to Honeychurch. He kicked the ball, towed it through on yeah, the line. In the li- on, the, on the line. But it would have been, yeah, like this centimetres. Reverse torpedo goal. Yeah. He gets the moral goal of the week for that. Moral goal. He gets a plug of 35. Just like whoever lost to Jamie Elliott the other week. West off, I think. <laughs> But that was great. I mean, the umpires were in Sydney's quarter at the end there, especially the third quarter. Well, what about the boos? The boos, though, they clearly weren't because they were booing. Well, the they, they were booing because they thought it was a knock-on and they were asking the ref for a, <laughs> a, a penalty kick. I mean, why else? I mean, it was, obviously it was touched and those idiots are going, woo! Come on, ref. Yeah, that's the funniest thing about it. It was called touched off the boot. There is no way they had a better view of that than the umpire out on the ground. Like, with a touch ball, you can't tell. You just got to hope and guess. Every time that happens at a game, you think, why haven't they called it a mark? Oh, they're playing on, oh, it must be touched. Mm. You make that assumption because you know how football works. Not, <laughs> come on, ref, that was a forward pass. <laughs> He's offside. Why doesn't number 23 get any penalties? Yeah, the referees don't give him anything. What's his name again? Oh, yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, Curtis Toppet or something? <laughs> Curtis Toppet. Uh, Curtis Toppet was well held. It was actually our, our defence really played well. And also um, what impressed me was um, we had such a young team out there and it got wet. And the um, Sydney guys were smashing us around. Yeah, 
found a way to win. As good as the dogs are, I think, can we safely say that the Swans probably on this form aren't going to be contending at all? Like, people thought they might be. Once so they started last year. I'm ready to write them off. Swans played pretty good, man. I mean, that was still a close game. The Swans did a ride out of that. I think they're going to be competitive. They lost in the wet, though, to a young and um, less experienced team with smaller bodies. It's hashtag concerning. City haven't played well well in the wet for quite a while. I mean, we say they're wet weather side, but they were essentially doing what Essendon did last week and just played dry weather footy in the wet. I mean, they didn't start well last year either. That's true. I think think we saw in the the grand final last year the beginning of the end for Sydney (laughs) because, I mean, their defence is shot because Grundy and uh, Shaw, they're like 35 and over the hill and cooked and uh, Melcheski left and their only good um, good player, good defender left is Teddy. Ready, ready steady, Teddy, ready, go. Steady. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, reckon, too. I reckon Swans will be um, making the final still. But but not but not contending. Yeah, I, I think they'll make the finals. But yeah, I'm, I'm thinking the more I see them, the more I'm thinking top four might be beyond them with some of the teams coming through, especially with the way Freo, for example, are playing. Um, even the dogs, they'll probably fall away as the year goes on, but they're still smoky for the four with this start. You didn't have to mention them. Oh, yet. sorry. Yeah. The, Jose, that's all you get. Yeah, that's all um, you're getting. Fuck off, Jose. <laughs> it was a great win by the Bulldogs. They're untroldable right now. Great signs. I'm not sure they can do it full season since they're a young side. They're the darlings of the AFL at the moment, just like the mighty Port Adelaide were in 2013. <laughs> well, um, we did... Marto, we did what Port couldn't do then. You said, I think you said last week that um, Sydney would win because they clamped down on hard-running teams. Well, we just did one better than you, man. Port beat Sydney in 2013. What year is it now, man? Um, I'm saying you're the Still 2013 in South Australia. (laughs) (laughs) I was was comparing the Bulldogs to Port side of 2013. Everyone's in love with you at the moment, so just like uh, everyone's in love with us back then. Who's chugging the fucking goo now? <laughs> Hadouken has pointed out. and Hadouken got on the bandwagon early, though, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He got on after about round one. Um, I've been on the bandwagon since the mid-2013. <laughs> Do you want me to go bump my thread on the main board where everyone laughed at me for saying the Bulldogs are closer to a flag than North? But Smiling Bruder now agrees with you about that, so... Yeah, at the time, that was probably a troll thread that's actually come true. <laughs> but, no, Hadouken has been comparing them. He's been on the bandwagon for a while, reckons they're much like Essendon 93, and I can see the parallels as well. Like, they're a young side in there with a few senior players coming good. Bontempelli could brown lower. Like Wanganini. Who's your James Hurd? Uh, um, or Stringer, w- without the um, drugs, basically. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who's an arsehole. Um, <laughs> oh, but just... Brody Moles is gone, isn't he? He's long gone, man. I don't know. James Hurd seems like the likely type to indulge in a bit of bubbling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that seems as good a note as anyone move on. Is that everything on that game? Like, I just love uh, that DB Swanee's trying, not even trying to uh, hold back Nelson over Dean Rampy. I'm not sure what he did, but it uh, must have been pretty bad. Uh, he, he was fucking atrocious. Yeah, he's one of their concerning young defenders who can't play for shit. He was, he was one of the, their few defenders who seemed to um, just cough it up regularly and give us easy shots on goal. So, and a little um, shout out to Provost and his backfire thread. Um, <laughs> Bulldog chewing. Yeah, and... custard. Well, custard tasted bloody good, man. <laughs> <laughs> Real Victorian team beating a plastic franchise. Let's move on to... We'll go to another one of the top four teams, Collingwood, who... Well, they ruined Mixed Party, which was that the most underwhelming celebration. Still winless in Australia. (laughs) So... 
Did you see the footage of it where he come? He came out in all the smoke and it gassed oh, his little grandchildren. <laughs> they looked like they were gonna pass out. So there was smoke. Was that because Hulk Hogan was at the ground? They went all wrestling and fucking WWE showmanship. I don't know, but they had all these, you know, fake smoke coming out as he walked out on the ground. Keep the, the poor... kids away from Aaron. <laughs> the only thing that could have made it better is if Mick rode in on the hovercraft. It was that cheesy. He would have crashed it. Well, he wouldn't have crashed any worse than how he does usually. <laughs> <laughs> Mick should have rode in on a tank. That would have been very symbolic. Just... So we got to ask the question, does Mick get the record? Did he actually break the record because it appeared that Edelston was coaching him this week? What was he doing in the box? Oh, he clearly paid for the privilege. He's a self-important, pompous wanker. Partons are whoring themselves out for money. Yes, that is endemic. Well, according to the, the general, he's a coach sponsor and he should be allowed to do that. <laughs> What, what's his name now? Jax to Wank or something? Or... Oh, is that who that yeah, is? Yeah, it's the general. Um, to Yaren, Jax to Yaren, to... which I think means a backwards pass. Yeah. But no, Edelston was in the box, and like you got to wonder, is anything sacred? Malthouse breaks a record that's probably never, ever going to get broken. But really, and... since outlawed cheating in the AFL, what have Carlton ever done? Been fucking shit. Yeah, mm. there's a freaking asterisk against everything they've ever done. Yeah, that's absolutely true. But like, they cheapened it so much. It's just like so. It's like instead of polishing a ch- turd, they're cheapening a turd. Well, it doesn't end on field. That was that was my point. It doesn't end with Henderson getting no stats for the whole first half and getting subbed off. It doesn't end there. It actually goes beyond the players to Malthouse and beyond Malthouse to whoever the fuck let Edelston. Ross Gibbs wasn't much better. It's either. the whole fucking that clubs. Club is dead yeah, shit. They are Melbourne of five or six years ago. That is how bad they are. And we've said it before. They will end up worse if they don't do something about it because that club is poisoned from top to bottom. Like all the senior figures that they have involved in an administrative level. I think the best thing to do for Carlton is to just um, merge them with Brisbane and send them up there. No, send them up to Brisbane. Merge them. Merge them with Hawthorne. Hawthorne. I think they need need to stay the present course and keep taking our hacks. They've got three of them in their team right now. Only, Only Procrastinator wants us to merge. And giving the only forwards that they've got to other clubs. I'm thinking maybe they trade as a first rounder for Ace Cordy next season. <laughs> Just another useless ruckman. I know, they there. could Why get not? to a battle with Geelong about for that. Oh, yeah. It's they were fucking... so absolutely appalling on Friday night. Their highest scoring player on the ground was from the VFL. Like, they got Cameron Wood from the VFL. That is how bad they are. He's their best forward. He, and he's not a forward. They are just <laughs> deplorable. Cameron Wood's not even a footballer. I mean, he's shit. <laughs> he's a classic Morton House potato, isn't he? That um, He cultivates. I'll say this. It's enjoyable that Carlton is shit. I mean, they tried fucking over St Kilda in the past. They tried fucking over North. So those cunts can enjoy a hundred years of suffering. <laughs> Eat a bag of dicks. Bow. We've had, we've had cookie melt for the <laughs> for the podcast. Haven't even got to your game yet, Cookie. Relax. <laughs> but yeah, Collingwood did win. Seedsman was impressive again, and that's their draw's been a bit soft. But they're, they're getting wins, and they're getting big wins. Over. Can't have a hard draw like us and keep winning. Yeah. <laughs> we can only so beat they... the teams that we've been put in front of, and we've well, exa- done exactly. that apart from Adelaide, and we were competitive there. I mean, so Adelaide easy, one, easy beats, man. Oh, for some. <laughs> wasn't even a contest. <laughs> yeah, you know what it's I'll like. Get to that. <laughs> hey, they, they beat you in Melbourne. That's where you get rated. And, well, Carlton can't win in Australia, so clearly they're the least rated team of anyone. Yeah, we don't count wins in, in New Zealand. No, nah, but they haven't won in Australia either. So you can't get rated unless you win in Melbourne, Phil Walsh says. If we've got nothing else on that game... Travis Cloak's yeah, yeah. oh, kicks. I just want to say that uh, Carlton Collingwood's a confirmed uh, minnow rivalry now, and... Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, Carlton shouldn't get any Friday night games in 2016. That's my opinion. Moving. Carlton should not have another Friday night game for an, at least 10 years while they're listed this shit. Yeah, uh, that, something's got to change on that front next year, surely. I'd rather watch Fremantle on a Friday night at the moment. No, don't say that. That's because no, it, don't no, say but that. At least, that's no, too far. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's stupid. All right, someone's always got to go too far then. But yeah, we will move on to the last of the top four teams we got repped here. And well, Hawthorne went into the North game oh. and they just followed Clarko's lead. Tried to fuck oh. Hawthorne without the sausage. Didn't work. <laughs> Nail the sausage. North lol. Basically, um, Hawthorne went the knuckle early and it rattled North. They didn't know how to respond. North are a oh, soft God. pack of cunts. They're they, just weak. They, they, chant, they were like the, there's 22 um, Sean Higgins out there. They just went they just went to water under the hard ball. Mentally like, weak. Well, how about Swallow's captaincy after the, the, he got roughed up? Like, where was the fight back? Well, he gave away a free kick, I think, didn't he? He went to remonstrate with Hodge straight, straight afterwards. Oh, that's yep. undisciplined. Yeah. What great leadership. Basically, the only, the only... Yeah, the only as opposed to knocking someone out and it, taking it was, him from behind. It was just an all-round <laughs> Mark <laughs> Murphy-like performance from him. <laughs> <laughs> Big words. I mean, the only the only North player who seemed to stand up was Ferrito. I mean, he got an insult face. Yeah. That's that the first time they actually cheered on Ferrito because he's like <laughs> one of the biggest hacks in football. How many games I'm... is he on anyway? I don't know. He's, he's one of those guys who gets to 100 games and you go, "You fucking what? You got 100 games?" Yeah, he's close to 200. <laughs> he, he's past 200. Like... He's past 200. Why is he not in the rocket conversation? But yeah, no, Hawthorne clearly had a plan to rough him up. Surely. They were just too good. Put that aside. It's just unsociable football all over again. Yeah. Oh, they'll get a um, big fight. They, were clearly, uh, they didn't need to resort to that anyways. They were, they were clearly they were channeling their, their coach. You know, yeah. when the going gets tough, the, um... the tough gets punchy. <laughs> The midget gets punchy. The, the the port game last week obviously would have ruffled a few feathers. The guys would have been proud of how they started that game, and I think they you know, would be uh, more pleased with their performance this week, even if the performance did involve a few punches. And you almost think there was a bit tactical, the fact that Hawthorne played GWS and um, Melbourne next. They actually went, well, we're, we're going to punch these guys, get a couple of weeks against meh teams. I, I, I mean, we wouldn't have gone the Biff in a prelim final. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And Brad Scott clearly didn't anticipate this because he left his wrecking ball, Kanye Turner, on the bench. Like, apparently he beats up everyone, but, you know. Wasn't he the sub? He was the sub, wasn't he? He was the sub. Yeah, he was too, yeah. So he couldn't, he couldn't come in and do his thing. They wouldn't let him finish. Did one of them have a concussion test? What is his thing? I think Swallow did. Apparently his thing is to hit people and not get kicks. That's the gist. So they're, they're getting knocked around and they leave their enforcer Kanye on the bench. Yes, correct. Oh, that's just... Where is, coaching. where is Brad Scott at, yeah? Ballarat. Speaking of Ballarat, it was interesting to see the AFL give Suze a uh, senior AFL game this week because there were some bizarro goal umpiring decisions, reviews <laughs> even. The goal umpire getting hit in, with the ball in play and somehow got called a goal. No, the, that's the Eddie Betts rule. they glad to see that they brought that in as a rule after the NAB Cup and so common sense pays off in that case. Yeah, that was a goal. I had no issue. What was the goal umpire doing standing there, though? Um, where the fuck else are you meant to stand? Well, yes. Behind the line. Those, yeah, this is one of those situations where they just umpires in the wrong place. So which umpire time. was it that um, kneed um, one of the Hawthorne players in the head? Yeah, that was one of the um, field umpires. Bruce was sitting on the ground because he, he... One of the North well, players... Well, would have been Stevic because he's a Hawthorne player. No, he was doing places <laughs> up or something. And then... No, one of the North players knocked him over and so he was like on the ground holding his head or something and then the umpire just knocks him over uh, again. 
Like, did he literally need him in the head? Is that what I mean? That was the other way around. The player would be having weeks off for that. Umpire of the week. So the umpire's got more physical with Hawthorne than North Melbourne did. Oh. Pretty much. <laughs> I think that is um, what we take from that game. Because really, yeah. North were challenged and they went to water. I can't respond to that. Yeah, that was gold. One last thing before we move on on that game. Did anyone catch at the end when Swallow's shaking hands with Hodge and BT's going on about how it's all great that they can speak? Did anyone else get the feeling that Swallow didn't want a bar of that? Yeah. Uh, yeah I saw him shake but I couldn't tell from where I was sitting whether it was genuine or not. Um, oh, I don't blame him if he didn't want to shake his head. Yeah, I don't know. Hodge was going for an elbow or a punch. While I was there, was probably still <laughs> scared of him. <laughs> they went over it on 360 again, and they it didn't look like they were on amicable terms. No. Can't expect I, I know, to, I know for a... to give Hodge a glowing endorsement at the tribunal tomorrow. It'll be interesting to see what Hodge does get. This match just goes to show that we are a 10-goal side better than anyone else in the competition, no. um, yeah. unless... Unless we lose a key defender in the first five minutes. Go sit on that chair, you Ah, oh, so you... So, uh, how we inju- lost a key defender in the first yeah, five minutes against you. I know. I- injuries are the only thing that can stop the Hawks and the Bulldogs. <laughs> so it's, it's whoever gets less out of the Hawks and Bulldogs will win the flag. We're missing out. It's clear it's player. Let's move on to what was probably the most anticipated game of the week, which was the showdown in West Horsham. Mardo. Well, it was another reality check, wasn't it? Uh, it was never a <laughs> Really, um, every time that Cambry Crows kept coming, poured out all the answers. Despite all the goo for Eddie Betts, he sputtered that up in his pocket in the second quarter. His pocket, the Eddie Betts pocket, or Eddie pocket. He had four shots for one goal, two behinds, and there was a set shot out in the full. Everyone seems to focus on his fluky shot from the boundary line. And Clangerfield was one of Port's best players. Uh, he had a lot of clearances. <laughs> which were promptly delivered to Port's defence. Uh, I'd just like to drop in some goo for Alipati Carlisle. Last week, held rough head to no goals, and this week, Taylor Walker, minimal influence on the game, just a couple of goals, did fuck all. Yeah, really good. Jeez, everyone jumped on the Taylor Walker bandwagon after round one, and he hasn't done, he hasn't soon, done much he? since, has he? No, not, not, not a whole lot. He's gradually, his output's dropped, yeah. They were talking up 100 goals in Wayne Carey-style dominance, and, well, now he's closer to Jack Watts. Has he pretty um, much just skied all over the shit teams, like North? Well, he hasn't <laughs> played the teams, same. Hasn't been the same since he played the Pies, so I'm going to take it that it was us. We've changed him. You've been frosted. Yeah, he got frosted. Frostbite. If you were to play that Albino freak, you'd be scared too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like that guy from the Sorry. Da Vinci Code. <laughs> Just a point. Uh, did anyone see the Flog Crowbot fans trying to stick their greasy hands all over uh, Kane Mitchell? Kane Mitchell, he he, uh, he went over the um, went over the fence and uh, fell. Yeah, there was a video of it. Oh, there was, oh, I saw that. Yeah, there was video of it on the news on the news website. Yeah, so and all these um, fat um, crows ferals are all going. Ugh. <laughs> Complete dickhead from the second uh, second row trying to stick his hands on him and pop a feel. I don't know. Strange bunch. It it did look pretty weird. Do we want to have a guess as to who that might have been? Um, Uh, Go Either be GoPros or My Little Sloney. (laughs) No, it would have been Bax, wouldn't it? (laughs) It would have been Bax, yeah. (laughs) I think it was Subaru. Uh, she, Subaru oh. claims to be a woman, so it's not the first time someone's tried to do that on Big Footy. <laughs> well, we need the Bombers uh, 2003 radar. If he's into it, it must be a man. <laughs> um, yeah, one more point. Is anyone anyone else uh, concerned about the crowd figures of the Camry Crows? Um, every no, crowd is really paying attention. Okay. Sorry, just um, going shit fight crap now. Moving on. <laughs> 
before we get shit fight crappy, Kane Corns came and called the crows copycats, and Phil Walsh got a little bit melty over it. Did, did he twist his nipples before t- that was all about it? <laughs> <laughs> he just sits there, just that's that's his thinking. Yeah, his thinking pose, pose like. <laughs> but no, he was. Um, I'll, I'll try and find. I should try and find the quote. But yeah, it, just reading it because I read it on the AFL website. When you read it, you can read it in a melty voice, kind of like how um, <laughs> we discussed this last week with some. Um, Someone typing something and it came across as melty. And he told him mind his business, which comes kind of melty to me. He almost sounds melty though. Yeah, well that's what I mean. Like he's the melty coach. He's the new melty coach. I mean, he'd order maybe when he orders Stevens to um, start interviewing him at the end of games then. I think Kane should just stick to playing personally and mind his own business. Yeah. Stick to being a campaigner. Yeah. An old campaigner, but anything else on that? Disappointing that Sloan is injured. Why is he in your super coach team? Yes, and I'll <laughs> trade down the toilet. Uh, just I think you should just give thing. up now, Cookie. I traded in Pendlebury, so if he gets injured, it's on me. You can always trade up from Pendlebury to Bontempelli, man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want that, though? Are you bad luck, eh? Yes. Maybe, Cookie, for your super coach team, you can trade Adam Schneider and you'll get the fuck out of your team. And we'll move on to that game. I'll start. Schneider. 2005, he plays one good finals game against us and knocks us out of a fucking prelim. Cunt. Then in 2000... <laughs> double agent. 2009, to win a flag, he kicks one goal for... Fucking toss back. Ten metres out. Fuck. Against Essendon of all teams, too. How is he still on the list? Like, that's... I, like, I can believe him missing the goal because he's shit. What I want to know is why is he on the list, Cookie? Why is he in the team? Because the other reason why he's in is he's our most experienced forward, unless Rewell's back. But he's on a rookie contract, so it's a 70k drop, so... So, so what you're saying is you have no depth and no good youth? <laughs> oh, we have plenty of good youth. He might only cost you 70k, but he just cost you four points as well. Yeah. And four points against Essendon. Oh, no. like, kind of... He'll be dropped. Mm. It's Loney's time to shine. Get on that wagon. And the Bruce Bannon Oh, that wagon. guy fucked up enough kicks, except that he didn't actually make it to the goals, <laughs> some of them. He still kicked two, and he's only 18. What about David Armitage? Whew, what a performance. Who? He's, he's the guy that gets on his knees to rewalk. <laughs> Right. No, guys. Hey, Cookie, uh, have you have you seen that video? No. no Cookie, no, that's, that's, why, that's, why, that's why that guy with the, the username Armitage to Rewald, I laugh every time I see his username. Because <laughs> I've seen video of Armitage giving Rewald a blowy. Is that real? <laughs> that's real, man. I thought that was just a rumor. No, 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 it's fucking real. <laughs> oh. At the risk of sounding like a stereotypical Hawthorne supporter, do you have a link to this video? <laughs> <laughs> Anything else on the secure Essendon game? Look, Essendon concerning. They should have lost that game by quite a bit. You would be happy that yeah. uh, Essendon won Starburns. There, because if St Kilda won, there would have been a team that would have finished ninth for the third time this year. I'll give you three guesses who. I don't care that we're ninth. Yes, you do. I really don't. Richmond, it's just spiritual home, man. I'm not tired, boys. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. No, I just um, I just got to say to um, Cookie that um, there's no point getting gooey over your players when he's sort of anchored in the bottom four. Just sort of save it up, uh, let it build Blind up inside you. All I have. Let it build up inside you and wait till you guys are challenging for, for finals and flags again, and then you just sort of get to release all the goo that's been building up inside you, and sort of it'll be it'll be glorious. What do you sting? Ah, uh, sounded better in my head. <laughs> That's what uh, Nick Rewalt said. But yeah, James Heard couldn't coach for shit, though, in that game. I mean, e- but we let's face it, Essendon are a bottom 
eight to bottom six side. They're no but good. they're not going to realise that or that Hurd's a problem for a while. So I guess there is an upside to this whole not convicted thing. But Essendon always start well, and then they drop off towards the end of the season as well. So yeah, And there's no Bomber Thompson to arrest that slide this year like he did last year. So anyway, let's move on to uh, concerning Cats' role, Rich. So did Fifey go to the game? Yeah, I did. There was actually, I actually pulled the fire alarm at halftime. It was that bad in the hope that they'd call it off and would get two points. So um, your favourite player, Morris, how did he go? <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit of a paddles. <laughs> how did Vickery go? Oh, well. Did Vickery punch anyone? He tried. <laughs> <laughs> he tried in the spo- He tried a Jordan Lewis spoil and he missed. Um, <laughs> what about Shane Edwards? Nah, he wasn't as good as last week. Look, they were they were better, but they just the, once again it was the same indirect bullshit. And he lined Asprey up on Fat Boy from the word go, which was a really silly decision when you got Rams. How did but, um Brent Rockcliffe chin go? <laughs> no, he was better, <laughs> but still no. He actually went two steps forward for every one sideways, so he moved like a knight in chess basically. Uh... So it was it wasn't. Always sideways, but it wasn't always forwards. It was yeah, it wasn't good enough. But yeah, it was a bad game, and yeah, I pulled the alarm at half time, and no one evacuated the ground when it was going on either. Players are out there, fucking alarms going evacuate. That's because half the Geelong players are, um, you know, Geelong supporters are just going, oh yeah, it's just the guy next door getting robbed again. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're too old, they can't hear. Yeah. Um, do you think Hardwick should be sacked? I was thinking that after the Bulldogs game, to be perfectly honest, but yeah. Do you think he'll see out the year? Depends on what he's doing. Is it him, or is your list just that shit? No, I'm, once again, I'm happy with the nucleus of the list, but it's just... He, he doesn't have the personality or the game plans to arrest the slide when they fall into one, and it can't all be list. There's got to be... Players can turn it around. We've seen it before at other clubs. It's just whatever... They're too complacent in what they're in, and they're too introverted, and they need someone with a bit more a bit more forceful because he is too matey with them. It's very Grant Thomas-esque at St Kilda. Who, who do you think is the man to take over? Do you think you'll get someone like Bomber? Or do you want to no, 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 no. Or, or are you going to get no, no, Terry no, no, Wallace Bomber. back? <laughs> About a, what about a, a home favour and get Knights in? We've got the, the Albino. I have no idea. I don't I don't care who we get in, but we, obviously whoever it is has to be different, has to be forceful. Oh, so um, it's clearly me. I'm right for the job. I think Mark Neal was pretty forceful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it. Fuck it. Keep him. <laughs> Keep him, because clearly there's no one else out Mr. there. Mr. Aaron's quite forceful. <laughs> 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 He'd be all about, um, well, James Kelly busted a testicle, and Mr. Aaron would be all about um, encouraging that. Oh, that Um, would hurt. That hurt, yeah, that's just, you feel pain for that. Did you see how he did it? He actually fell on his, he fell flat on his stomach, on his forward, on himself, somehow, and somehow that... Sorry, I'm I'm crossing my legs in um, virtual... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) uh, No, let's just move on. (laughs) West Coast skied all over GWS. So GWS are out of final contention? <laughs> Might just be, yeah, with Josh Kennedy kicking goals. How many did Kennedy kick? Uh, about six. six, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. then that pretty much rules them out. Yeah. On the <laughs> pretty much. It almost puts them in the bottom four. But, yeah, I thought they were I thought they were improving, but this is the kind of game they should have put in a better performance in. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, is Kennedy taking over Drew Petrie as the predictor, as he? No, nah, no, nah, Jared Waite. This new predictor, go your pup said so. Um, and um, another disappointing game from Ryan Griffin. I mean, the last game for the Bulldogs, he had 38 possessions, um, pretty much dominated. Now at GWS, he can't get a kick. Uh, he was all right in a couple of their games. No. He wasn't very good this week. Um, Still not worth the money the dogs is paying him, though. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, we're paying 95% of our salary cap this year, so it's all good. Next yeah, year. But how much is it to somebody else's players? 700k to Griffin. <laughs> 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 not, next year, we're not paying him. He's all their problem. North were paying David Hale 400k a year for the first uh, three years of his contract at Hawthorne. So really? it's not unprecedented. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus. They also fund his um, plugs. What sound management made that fucking decision? Jesus. That would be James Brayshaw. All the North posters were gloating over drafting fucking Kieran Harper as part of that trade. <laughs> anyway, back to West Coast GWS. Anything else out of the game? No, nah, didn't watch it. Didn't watch um, it. Didn't I, watch saw, it. I saw Prittis hit an inside 50 target. So no. Yeah, he did. Anyway, and, did he... and did he get cold? Not 15. No. <laughs> 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 it was goal assist and everything. Apparently Nat Nui was um, good. He's kicked more goals than any other ruckman in the AFL penal. He apparently yeah. took a mark. Did he? Mm. I don't think... I... Watch <laughs> let, me ha- let me have a look at this. I'm bringing up the stats now because I don't believe you. <laughs> apparently he has. How many goals has Nicknack kicked this year? Uh, I don't know. It must be. I don't know. He must have skied over someone. You talking about Nicknack or Prittis? Nicknack now. Oh, sorry. I was talking about Prittis. Prittis had an all right game, I think. But yeah, saw him hit a target. So the West Coast board probably would have erupted over that. Um, He's kicked six goals for the year. Well, well um, must be two more than the next best ruckman. Well, Boy- uh, we've had Boyd in the ruck this year, and he's kicked more goals than that. Oh, you can't count him. <laughs> with Josh Bruce in the ruck. How much is goals he Charlie. Oh. Penal's desperate to prove this wrong. Whilst whilst he searches that, let's move on to the, well the Bryans versus Suns, the the Q clash that was horrible and just as bad as the Suns have been, they still managed to ski all over. It's another game I didn't watch. Just witches hats. I didn't watch much of this. It was Gallen Christian missed from like two meters out. I don't know what 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 is there to say? Brisbane are awful. But what happened to them? I mean, they, were, they had this promising midfield. They bring in beams. Everyone was predicting them to be the next team to go up. Well, everyone got. Sucked in clearly because they don't have a they don't have a forward line to kick to. They lack a back line. It's very. Who said that? It's um, actually kind of sad, isn't it? No, might, uh, might have been paddles. Paddles that said that um, they haven't had a goal kicker kick more than two goals so far this season. Yeah, even that Nui's done that. It's a very damning stat. Even Liam Jones that. has done that. Surely they could see last year that picking up two more midfielders when they already had a decent midfield wasn't what was required for their list. So you're still bitter about Beams, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Probably not, but if you've got an opportunity to get someone like Beams into your club, you, sort, you have to yeah, you kind of have jump to go at for it. it. Yeah. And they were probably the only players that wanted to go to Brisbane. I mean, you didn't see Paddy Ryder jumping up, who's a player that Brisbane would sort of desperately need, and see him wanting to go to Brisbane because he probably knew they were a rebel. Yeah, he, he, he chose well. Um... He sure did. He chose wisely. <laughs> he chose fucking brilliantly. He chose um, Adelaide over Brisbane. That seems like a bit of a stupid place to go in terms of living. But he wants to play on a premiership side. Who can blame him? Should have come to Hawthorne then. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um, but yeah, do we have anything else on that? Come to the Thuggery Club. The, the Sun smacked them, and Rockcliffe got injured again, so it just gets worse for Brisbane. Is Rockcliffe like the new John John O'Brown? Like some he has ever since um you know. John O'Brien, he he's, he's the one who gets his head kicked in now. The medical, the medical case, yeah. yeah. Brisbane captaincy is a curse. You get injured. Oh, just a question there. Just a question there. Why didn't Ryder want to go to Hawthorne? Can you answer that? Well, he'd had enough of drugs. Because we traded the McAvoy. And also, um, the Hawks um, spent 600k on Frawley. <laughs> 450. 
I think um, oh, shit, I think after, after the Essendon, that's how much Higgins is on at North. I don't think Ryder wanted to be at any any Melbourne club just because of the whole um, media shit around Essendon. He'd sort of had enough and wanted to raise his kids away from the what's it? The, the, the bowl. Hawthorne aren't a Melbourne club. What are you talking about? They're from Tasmania. <laughs> oh, Fuck off, anus cat. <laughs> Anyway, let's move on to the final game of the round, the Colin Sylvia Cup uh, between Frio and Melbourne. And um, two words, Nat Five. Let's move yeah, on. Basically, he was dominant. Jack Watts' hundredth game, and apparently the banner was fantastic. Um, congratulations, Jack Watts! hundred games, you're always number one to us. Was he, was he always? Was he, was he able to get through it? Hopefully, they made it like a shower curtain. Otherwise, yeah, you might have struggled. Did you read but... that um, melty post from a Melbourne supporter on the Jack Watts thread on the main board? No. So you're going, oh, come on, not all the other um, number one draft picks have made it yet. Then you started comparing all the ones from the last couple of years, like Tom Boyd and... and, and, um, and Paddy McCartan. Yeah, and Paddy <laughs> McCartan were like, um, they're kids. These guys played 100 games. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's 100 games away from being talked about in the same mould as Anthony Rocker. Yeah, sorry, here it is. Congratulations, Jack Watts. 100 games, always number one with us. That's just touching. That's cringeworthy. That's it terrible. It is, isn't it? The fact that the it banner was made of stronger stuff. I would, if I was Jack Watts, I wouldn't have run through that banner. I would have just went around the side. It's like, nah, I'm not was, touching that. And he had... he. We'll, we will come back to him in the questions because we do... that. He's a big part of the questions, but he had less disposals in this game than he did in his first game. So he's actually in 100 games. He's gone backwards. None contested either, apparently. So... Oh, well, maybe he can try his luck in the in the women's league. It's, that not, mean, it's not, not surprising that he's gone backwards, seeing that his name is Backwads. <laughs> I, I, I warned you that shit jokes were coming tonight. So <laughs> we'll move on to the talking points, and the first one is back to the Colin Sylvia Cup. Colin Sylvia retired. Did he? Yeah, no, he didn't. He got told to piss off. Well, <laughs> yes, he got told to piss off, and then what a waste. They parted company, but yeah, he. No, they could. They couldn't de Melbourne him. No, it couldn't de-Melbourne him. But... And that's, um, I think Frawley's going to retire into next year. <laughs> oh. It's it's actually amazing for to see Ross Lyon, the... Ross Lyon could get, yeah, he could get the best out of s- massive spuds, but... Yeah, the saviour of all potatoes, and he can't get anything out of Sylvia, who's got clearly got talent, but... I mean, he got more out of Raphael Clark. <laughs> he was shit. He got more out of Zach Dawson. Like, this is how bad Sylvia's attitude must be. And he had all that natural talent, and he just pissed it away. Um, he, t- he took Zach Dawson to four losing grand finals, couldn't even take Sylvia to one. <laughs> but yeah, now, now Sylvia's down at Peel Thunder, um, retired from the AFL, and Russell... Is he still playing project Peel? like Bootsma. I think he is, yeah. Oh, there was apparently the article on AFL, on the AFL website, was like, pretty much saying Ross Lyons doing to Freo what he did to us, so get ready, mm-hmm. Freo supporters, it's coming. Anything else on Sylvia? Nah. Okay. Um, the other thing was the Clarko beta, the guy who got stuck into Clarks and got wanker. Got um, well, you called in front Clarko of Clarko beta own... wanker, kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got hauled in front of his local club and asked Wait. to give a please explain. Please explain. Apparently yeah. he's he's a bit upset and his parents are overseas <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> so they, these clubs are supporting. And what what a bogan! Did you see who he looked like? He was like you could tell he's from Adelaide. <laughs> As someone pointed out, he looked kind of like Robbie Gray. Um, <laughs> is there anyone you know, Marto? He's gone quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it is, is Marto. Is he a cousin, Marto? 
Who are we talking about here? The flog that baited Clarko. Yeah, that bogan. I thought we discussed this last week. It had nothing oh, to no, do we're, with we're, me. We're, we're, we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> very defensive, Tomato. Very defensive, yes. <laughs> but no, yeah, he got hauled in front, which I thought was a bit extreme that they went. His local club went to those lengths. But... Well, no, they didn't. Um, apparently, Hawthorne contacted his local club. Oh. Yeah, it said in the, the article the Hawks had a look at his local clubs. They'd do something about him. Oh wow. Sorry. Too right as they should. I mean. Yeah, shouldn't you just let that kind you of? You can be so yeah. We we fucking own the state of Tasmania. We don't care about some yeah. minor Adelaide football blog. Yeah, like the family club targets a guy whose parents aren't around to help him out. Like, geez, man. And then then come out next week and start punching people. I mean, <laughs> yeah. what type of standard are you setting? <laughs> it was probably a plan to generate sympathy for Clarkson or something. Oh, they're just trying to make sure that that guy doesn't get himself into any more trouble and end up like in a barrel or something. <laughs> <laughs> so Does end up like, actually... Dale, like Dale Garlett. Let's go to the questions, and we've got a couple. And this one, we've got a lot of questions about Jack Watts this week. So we've merged them all together into a simple big footy question of where is Jack Watts at? He's probably wearing a dress right now. <laughs> 100 games, what should Melbourne do with him? Where's he at? Like, what, no, what, he, what do you he, do with Jack Watts? He, no, Where Jack Watts would be saying to his mum, Bitty. <laughs> bitty. <laughs> and she went, no, Jack. Bitty. <laughs> I don't know why they haven't tried to trade him yet. I mean, surely they someone... They did. Knows. They tried to trade him to North. And yeah, wouldn't yeah but they're not trying to trade him to the right clubs. They should go contact Carlton, because Carlton would probably <laughs> give up a first-round pick for him and be like, yeah, sure, he'll fit in perfectly with Gibbs and Murphy. Come on. Geelong is North, a new destination North club. offered a second-round pick for him, and the Melbourne board um, didn't want a bar of it, even though the, the coach... Who, who was the coach at the time? Neil. Neil. And uh, any other coaches in the... Could you imagine Watts playing out for North? Oh, God. Thank they, God Hawthorne that didn't went happen. The, Hawthorne went the biff. Watts and... <laughs> Watts would run off and hide. Oh, yeah, he would. He would have ran off and hide. Yeah. He, he would just run to the bench and say, get Kanye on, I don't want to be a part of this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just like, who's the softest number one pick out of him, Gibbs or Murphy? Him. Yeah, yeah Watts. Oh, Watts, Easy. then Daylight, then Gibbs and Murphy pretty much wrap up. Gibbs and Murphy haven't had the consistent softness from day one. Like they've they've actually, yeah. actually, no, I've, and I've actually seen both Gibbs and Murphy yeah. go for a hard ball. And they've they've occasionally been tough. They've yeah. gone soft. They've been Carlson's. Oh, no, Gibbs cowed out of a contest from Stephen Mill. It's a yeah, different He was only eighteen then. He's, yeah. To be fair to Gibbs, he's a he, shit. He's a shit player, but he's not as soft as a Jack Watts. No, Jack Watts. And I just... would I would cower from Stephen Mill too. So <laughs> <laughs> I get the feeling that. Get a feeling that Milne has used the she was eighteen defense a couple times before. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Anything else on Watts? He's a disappointment as a number one draft pick. I mean, Melbourne just have to send him back to the twos. I think. This I mean, is well, it. they uh, can't keep picking. At least, at least they're doing well with their current high draft picks in Tumpus. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes tough decisions have to be made, and you've got to just cut your losses when you can. Exactly, and they've got to. They've been doing it for long enough. And if someone comes to the trade table at the end of the year, then they should take whatever they can get. But otherwise, they've got yeah. to sit him in the two because they've got a hundred games, and maybe he'll somehow they'll um, use IVF. You can't do Melbourne jackpots. With and they'll get the eggs of some female basketball player. And no, they don't need a basketball player. Snoo, like snoo. Soft again, wouldn't it? Um, 
but you know something and they can get a father son out of him make it worthwhile what jack watts is going to father children well did ivf man yeah. Get uh, Serena well, Williams' eggs. You'd need to go to that extreme uh, to sort of have the child be remotely not soft. Come on, Jack wants to make a great mother. <laughs> <laughs> I can we see him with a baby under his arm, <laughs> driving his Turak tractor, man. We were, we were talking about Murphy and Gibbs just before, and we will go to Murphy and Gibbs. And this is another question that's come in. This came from Moo. If Mark Murphy and Bryce Gibbs were fruit, what type of fruit would they be? Avocados. Tomatoes. Hard, hard on the outside, soft on the inside. Aren't they like the opposite? They're just awful and overrated and shit. <laughs> That's it. That's all they are. Wish I'm going to go with... Um, that. Yeah, I'm going to say kumquat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because they're small and soft. No other reason, Wink. No, of course not. Yeah. I'm going to go for tangerine because um, it sounds gay. <laughs> I'm going to say grapes because if you apply a little bit of pressure, they just pop. I'll say grapes? peaches because they bruise easily. <laughs> Anyone else got anything? Uh, I can't go past Comquat. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's move on to this week on the Bay and we'll start with Thread of the Week. And anyone got any nominations for that? Vlogcast Thread. <laughs> it was pretty good. Mardo selects. We had a, we had a, we had a few melts. In I like that thread. Yeah. It had it had everything. It had dank memes. It had uh, melts. It had just sort of fuck off Jose's. It had everything under the sun. Had a lot of yeah. Had a lot of Freo complaints. It had it had RJ getting melty. It had Brett and Yadar getting melty at each other. That's uh, in every Brett, thread. Brett and Wushet. I would like um, to I would like to say ex Carlton forwards kicking more than Carlton. Yeah, I, I'm. I second that. It got a mention on AFL 360 this week. That stat. You can't go past the bay in the in the media. Yeah, when the bay gets out of the outside the bay, it reaches like with Ugak, like with the MS paint thread. It's, the thread may have, kind of may have been nominated two or three weeks ago. Still, we can still win that. We can still give it thread of the week. It's belated and it's a long, it's a long cook. This one and it'll be a good one. Yes, this is this has vintage slash thread of the year potential mark all over it if these five players outscore Carlton for the year it's it won't even go to Flogstradamus it's gone straight to Vintage because that is awesome Jeez, he's got a nice signature and avatar at the moment though I will say that <laughs> but yeah even 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 the West Horshamites are being friendly with each other in that thread because hanging shit on Carlton there's something we can all get behind because they're cunts <laughs> is that our thread of the week any other honourable mentions or nominations or... I'm actually looking forward to the point when Carlton are that bad we start pitying them I mean they're that shit that they've been oh, did we ever get to that point with Melbourne though I don't think we'll ever get to that point I'll never pity sides no I don't particularly think Carlton yeah. no true I've never, you're right though I've, I've never pitied Melbourne it's just because they, they I'm getting to the point where I pity Brisbane a little bit yeah I I pity that um. The, I, I was waiting for her to weigh in. I, was, uh, I just threw that out there. She wouldn't. Nah. Bite. So I said, don't take. I want to bite so badly. No, no, but I, I don't I pity don't... Brisbane, but I pity the, the ghost of Fitzroy because that's getting destroyed the under ghost. that. Fitzroy's not dead, Roy. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> Fitzroy <laughs> is dead and buried, and these Brisbane no, bears are fucking so... over the corpse oh. of Fitzroy Lawrence. <laughs> Uh, from a sadistic point of view, it would be really funny if sort of the Brisbane Lions folded or merged, just to see the fucking, <laughs> just to see the fucking 
Explanation from Roy. <laughs> Ex-Fitzroy ex supporters just have their heart broken all over once more. I want this, to see this it. This is why Hawthorne should emerge with Melbourne, because this is all the, this is all the goo-chuggers deserve. Listen to him. Pino's a cruel man. But, um... Yeah, so threat, threat of the week is the Carlton forwards. Yeah, yep. go Jeez, yeah, right. about that. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> what, what did you make a thread this week? <laughs> well, look, I propose Adam Schneider thread. Look, I'd have to say that um, Keith Thomas does it again. Another pretty <laughs> would be thread of the week this week. Did he lose you <laughs> another million? Mardo selects the Keith Thomas thread. thread. I think uh, Mardo's alone on that this week. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought you were going to go with. Um, so we, we gave you we tribunal. gave you a chance last week <laughs> with the um, reality check thread, and it turned yeah. into a shit fight within two posts. Look, <laughs> <laughs> the, the Luke Podge one hasn't gained enough traction yet. I'll I'll have to nominate that one next week. <laughs> Flog of the week. Who we got? I want to nominate um Higgins to wait. Ah yes, yeah. not like because the. I, I don't want to nominate him for any of his posting or anything he's done just because of that name. I mean, it's such a shit name. It's worse than it's worse than Boy Dogs. Penal, you better be careful. He's a bit of a stalker, so he will go after you, uh, old Brett Thirty Three. Um, just speaking from experience, so maybe you should not retract that flog of the week. Oh, is, he, uh, is he posted right on now? the wall, Mardo? Does he like to hang out at RMIT? He keeps quoting me. He's been PM. He's been private messaging me lately, and uh, frankly, it's just getting ridiculous. All right. So, we're, do we have anyone else? Yeah, I'm going to nominate Provost as well for his bulldog eating custard thread. Honorable mention for Provost, but I think these three or four are going for yeah. um, Higgins to wait. Well, I would say either Jade's new name yeah. or um, Teach for not showing up tonight. Yeah, we're, we're okay. We're, the elephant in the room. Teach isn't here. Thanks, I've got Mardo on to, to appease the West Horshamites. Hope you're both sick. <laughs> <laughs> probably fell asleep fishing. I mean, old people do this at times. Or he's at the bottom of East Geelong. Yeah, he's falling asleep, obviously, or something. And yeah, He's going to get up at 5.30 or something. Old people get up early, man. It's like, mm. it's like that South Park episode. Nah, that's right, they all go to vote. C- country, <laughs> country, country kitchen buffet. Kitchen buffet. <laughs> this is the way to country kitchen buffet. Rise are closed, it should be open. Let us in. We'll die out here. <laughs> just goes to show that Geelong supporters are old, slow and gone, just like their team. <laughs> Geelong, we get up at 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> that's a new membership campaign. <laughs> Your kids should give me that new sponsor. <laughs> Maybe he's been spending time in uh, in the goal square at Arden Street after North lost during the weekend. He'd be cleaning up the turds. So teacher's gone. Powering the bandwagon with them. The teacher's gone all green. <laughs> Biodegradable fuels. <laughs> You're like, hey, get that out of here, fucker. He's collecting it from the... Arden Street and the shithole. Well, they need some sort of industry down in Geelong to replace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Ford leaving shitmobiles come in. <laughs> Let's move on. I think Higgins to wait one Ford of the week there. Last week's poll, who showed the least restraints? And 12.5% voted for both Clarko when he punched Mato and Amstaff when he took a dump on North. 6.3% voted for the North vlog that bumped the swallow thread. 18.8% said Penal, melting over Procrastinator. And 50% exactly said Jack Watch showed the most restraint when it came to attacking contests on Friday night. That could roll over to this week, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll go to next week's games. And Collingwood versus Geelong on the Friday night. I'm on Collingwood. Collingwood. Morgs, are you going to the game? <laughs> I go to every game. And... Oh, that's good. You're not like Starburns then. No. So I'll be there. And as leader of the Bay 13 tipping competition, I'll be going for Collingwood. Go. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing the title this week will be Morgs Selects. <laughs> Yeah, Collingwood. Collingwood, uh, easily. Just looked up my tips that I've uh, that I've already done. We've had a bad week last week. It was unfortunate. Just ignore that. But but this this week will be much better. I'll be back to my uh, top Sweet. form. I'm picking Collingwood by 17 points for those who need a mark on Friday night. See, we we hailed you as the oracle of tipping, and this is what we got. You got shit tips last week. All right, you done yet? You fuckheads. It's too long again to get the heads kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fuck. I'm still, I'm still. I need to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the way to country? <laughs> North versus Richmond in Tassie. North. Oh, uh, this is a pain in the ass to tip. Two teams who are about as reliable, well, as a fucking piece of African machinery. Oh, no. I'm going to. I'm voting the Tazaroos. North are actually pretty reliable this year. They lose to all the uh, good teams, beat all the shit teams. <laughs> They're going to downhill ski all over Richmond, yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I'll tip North. Shit, Potential Especially will be back this week. North will win at their future permanent home ground in Tassie. <laughs> Fuck off, man. They'll have to fight tooth and nail to kick Hawthorne out, though, because Hawthorne won't want to be relocated back to Melbourne, man. If they do that, they'll have to merge with the demons. <laughs> Jack Watts, future Hawthorne free agent. Oh, oh no, oh no, don't go there. Oh, Jack Watts is by the 48%. Yes. <laughs> New face of the 48%, Jack Watts. So yeah, tips. Uh, North. 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 Doggy St Kilda. Well, I think this is pretty. We're going to be without Lin Sanity. Um, he's fractured his hand. <laughs> Lin Sanity. Yep. That's racist. His name is. Oh no, it isn't. Him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you got all PC Good on me, Howard. I forgot his first name. <laughs> well, we found a racist. Oh no, Richard. yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't going on the whole Asian thing there. I was just going playing on the name. See. That that was very man with no name from you. Yeah. <laughs> on all SRP, Mr. Burns. Man, I've gone over diversity. Yeah. But um, even, even, even without the uh, missing the great Lin Jong, uh, I think we'll still get up. If we can beat up on top four teams like Sydney <laughs> and, you know, previously undefeated teams in the Crows, we're going to shit all over the lowly St Kilda Saints. Yeah, dogs will win. And it depends on whether Schneider plays as to how much. Plugger might get his moral victory this week. <laughs> because we're a hard-contested team, we seem to be giving away a lot of frees, so Plugger will be happy. <laughs> no, no, Plugger's got to get less free kicks. Hopefully you uh, bump that thread from 2009. Oh, when you said free kicks don't matter or something? Yeah, <laughs> after the prelim. Oh, and fucking Rewalt took that dive. He didn't dive. Lake oh, he fucking took a dive. Lake was an idiot. 
Uh, Blame Lake. Lake is Blame not an Lake. idiot. He's Blame one of the Lake smartest players ever to on that play the game. Softest oh, piece of shit has ever played the game. Very well. Accentuated contact. I'll believe that. He's a dopey fuck. He's the Shep of footballers, Lake. <laughs> Better than being fucking Stephen Milne than Mr. Aaron of footballers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. I'm more concerned about Stringer and Bontepalli because... Our midfield, they're big units, but they're not as big as them, so I expect the doggies to win in a close one. Don't worry, you've got David Armitage. <laughs> Still a gun, despite oh, yeah. extracurricular activity. He'll blow them away. <laughs> he knows all about big bodies. <laughs> Bulldogs will win. Bulldogs. It's nice it's not on the Sunday Twilight game, so thanks, AFL. It's a fucking Saturday Twilight game. Saturday, oh, Saturday, Saturday afternoon. The Saturday Twilight game is GWS Hawthorne at the Spotless Stadium, which we'll go to now. GWS. <laughs> no Hodge, no Lewis, no Frawley, no Lake, no Piopolo, no... I'm just being silly. GWS. Um, it actually might be a close game. At least Hawthorne won't be able to go out and belt their opposition this week, so they might go soft on I reckon them. Dane's convinced me. I'm going to go GWS as well. Yeah, Giants for me. Hawthorne won't be able to use that <laughs> physical intimidation. No, I reckon it will be close because we don't play well without Lewis. Like, we, we didn't have Lewis in the GWS game last year, and we, we almost lost that game uh, with Without him, so, so we're not you a. Don't have depth. Is that what you're saying now, Penal? No, I'm saying he's he's vital to the uh, structure oh, of our side. No, they have these very concerning youth, and they can't replace old stages like Lewis and Hodge. Their backline's built. We we have you know, the... Morgs, Now that you've said that, Hodgepodge is going to start a thread and tag you in it. Now. We actually <laughs> about. <laughs> no, let me let me clarify my statement. Right, we actually have the best depth in the league. Some players are irreplaceable, and I think Jordan Lewis is one of those um, irreplaceable players. We'll be able to cover the Hodge loss fine because according to fucking opposition supporters, all he does is play loose man in defense, which is the easiest job in the game. It is. But he brings more to the table than that, but we'll, we'll win easily. He brings KFC. Um, <laughs> His name's not Tommy Hawkins. We'll win easily. That's enough. That's all I want to say. McCarthy to kick a bag on Clangers because North didn't have a forward who could do it last week. No, I'm, I'm going with Hawthorne. Hawthorne just. I need the tips. Mardo selects. Hawthorne by 10 goals. You guys are fucking idiots. GWS. <laughs> close. Oh, um, channeling the teach to there, man. <laughs> someone had to. Gold Coast versus the Camry Crows at Metricon. Crows. Oh. Gold Coast is oh. shit. Crows. I'm going to say Gold Coast, because I don't rate the Crows, really. Might not have slowness. I, 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 I don't rate the Cows as contenders, but they should be good enough to beat Gold Coast. Many yeah. It's not in Melbourne, so, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter if they win. I agree. Oh, so they the Crows. Gold Coast. All right, you convinced me. Um, crows by a nipple. <laughs> <laughs> Mardo. Okay, there's one thing that the Camry Crows love doing. It's downhill skiing over the expansion teams. Just check out their record. Adelaide by at least 10 goals. Hey, at least they're undefeated against the expansion teams, unlike Port. <laughs> Porter and the Coach Killers Hall of Fame. I think Port are the only team to have lost both of their first encounters with the expansion team. We killed our coach. And great coach. How many times you lost to Gold Coast there, Five. Three out of four. Now, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> now, Melbourne versus the Colders. Does anyone think Melbourne are a chance? Nope. We'll skip this. Nope. Nope. This would be the game of the round, except that Fremantle's playing, but they're playing Essendon, so hopefully they'll smack them. But it could be close, because Essendon, some, for some reason, seemed to do a right over in Perth. First team to get the 50 points will win. <laughs> nah, Nat Fife will just tear Job a new arsehole and tear Essendon uh, a new arsehole. Job's a bit fat these days, don't we reckon? He is. He is. I think... He looks like Tim now. <laughs> 
I think um, Dan was wrong with his prediction because it's actually going to be raining in Perth all week, and so it'll be a wet game on Saturday night, which means um, the first team to 25 will win. <laughs> <laughs> so watch the other game or just watch the A-League. You'll probably see more goals in that game. <laughs> actually, it's um, Melbourne what, versus Maybe that's Sydney. what Jack Watts can do. He'd be yeah. the hardest man out there if he played A-League. So it, it's it's Melbourne versus Sydney in the other game, which is Ruse versus Ruse Mark II in Longmire. So the A-League game will have the most goals out of the three. <laughs> yeah, so does anyone give Essendon a chance? Or? No. Um, they could barely beat us. They're going to get done. Yeah, Fremantle are going to beat us. I, I think Essendon put in a much better performance in the last two weeks, but Fremantle will still win. This next game could be Brisbane's best chance for a win all year. Uh, Carlton that Eddie had. I don't think Carlton are going to have a win in Australia as yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm on that. <laughs> Brisbane to roll, and Brisbane will hopefully have targeted this game. You saw the way Lepage came out and said some pretty strong words about their players not caring, so are they going to be fired up this week? Brisbane can't kick goals, but neither can Carlton. Well, I've heard a um, heard a strong rumour that this will actually be the Malthouse record-breaking game because they will have credited the last weeks to Edelston, <laughs> so Carlton will come out and win it from Malthouse in his record-breaking game this week. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. I was going to say, this game probably violates an Australian law or the Geneva Convention, so don't watch it, but Lions to win for the lols. Right. Carlton. Carlton to win. Lep has spoken a lot of tough words over the off-season and delivered absolutely fuck all, so... <laughs> Carlton will beat them. There's no bit of They delivered Dane Beams, didn't they? And it's worked out so well. <laughs> he's played all right. Well, Jack Crisp says hi. He's no certainly no Jordan Lewis, but he's played all right. Oh, he's <laughs> no Liam Shields. It all comes back to <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> right. Last game at Adelaide Oval, the Pufferfish versus West Coast. Oh. Gotta go with the pufferfish, don't you? Yep, I'm on the pufferfish. Yeah, I'm on the puffers. Yep. Puff, puff, puffers puffer by fish. a mile. Yeah, Port will win, and um, Carlisle to hold Kennedy goalless because Port are a top eight team. Hang on, just let me put on my really puffy jacket that I have on the mark. <laughs> <laughs> it's tip. Yeah, Port should win pretty easily. I'm looking forward to Port uh, blocking a team. Actually, I hope it's this weekend. Yeah, look, uh, that's a high against Hawthorne, but it didn't end up uh, being a flogging. So I mean, you couldn't even flog Adelaide. But yeah, this was the flogcast for round six. Starburns joined by Penal. Adios. Cookson. Ciao. Mardo. See you, flogs. Ant. Where the hell are you, Teach? Soft. <laughs> he's on a boat. And he's still on. Dan. Get off the chair, Penal. At least he's not on Matrox's <laughs> boss. <laughs> <laughs> He's been on there all the whole time. And... I haven't even turned it upside down yet. <laughs> <laughs> and for her first appearance, Morgan Ashley. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Bombers is going to be so confused after him hearing this. He's going to say, <laughs> he's going to say, this voice is coming out of the. <laughs> It sounds like a chick, but I've been burnt so many times before. He's going to have to recalibrate. <laughs>